how many assholes wear their own merch? Uh, do you watch wrestling? These? Do you watch the product? No, of course not. God, how how did you think I was going to watch the product here? Do you watch the product? Like literally everyone does. God. Okay, please. Okay, God. All of you, and I mean this. Okay, raise God. your hand on the show if you have watched the product this past week. Ryan. All right, fuck all of you. The <laughs> wrestling show. Welcome everyone to another wonderful episode. Uh, today we have wow, there's more than one person here. First, of normally all, at least two. So yeah, but one other person. Oh, oh, okay. You know what I mean. Let's start with the man who, as we've said before, enjoys running around Newfoundland. Ryan Williams is here with us. You think he runs? Ha! <laughs> First off, hell. Second off, I don't run to the fridge, let alone around Newfoundland. <laughs> he gets on his snowmobile and just lets it go. And that's I to the lose, fridge. I didn't lose weight by exercise. I lost weight by doing drugs and fucking. Well, that's cardio. Okay, I mean, Matt cardio Riddle, calm down. Uh, and, of course, the biggest Baltimore Ravens fan... Raisin <laughs> one okay for one you gotta go fuck yourself hardcore with a, a metal dildo raisin two he's not even a ravens fan i know that's what th- that was kind of the point but i fucked up ravens so oh well chip Lillard is here with us today what's going on guys who do you uh what do we got on the docket i i i don't i don't oh, want docket. Docket. don't you don't use that word docket too many PTSD moments. <laughs> Sorry, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Let's look at the transcripts and let me figure it out. Oh, okay. God. So <laughs> it's impact hard to kill. And then we're going to discuss the the only bit of news and rumors. Well, Ryan may throw <laughs> some stuff in, but um we got a new Canadian news and rumors segment, it looks like coming up. Um, it's basically the rumored sale of WWE to Saudi and all the other rumors that go along with it. I'm excited about that, but we'll talk about that later, I'm assuming. Yep. On the wrestling show. Hey, I already did that bit, you fuck. <laughs> I wouldn't be so fucking bitter if I finally had my hoodie or my shark sent to me. I'm wor- you know what? He was gonna yeah, say he's working on it, but we know he's not. Not even He's gonna say go step on a fucking Lego. <laughs> there will be it'll be more likely that my never mind. 2025. It's your turn, Ryan. This is the wrestling show. We were saying we were gonna come out with merch for seven years before we finally had a shirt. Right? So and you gotta, gotta wait at least five more. Hey, we sold upwards of four. And sold as in quotation marks. 
<laughs> I think so... I bought three of them to give away, I think. Yeah, well, why didn't you buy four when to send a fucking new one? Uh, because that should be price at the yeah. time. Because <laughs> Canadians, Canadians. I love how you drop forty dollars for me to have a mic that I can't use, but I ask for a hoodie that I'm wearing everywhere. Because <laughs> the, I'll be <laughs> frank with you, the microphone is cheaper. Oh, <laughs> I wish I was joking on that as well. It's it's over. I think oh God! Five bucks to ship it out to you. I'm in pain. Oh Ugh. God! Here we go. Are we actually gonna? Are we talking about any of this show? We're talking about any of what show? You know. Yeah. You know. I dropped a pill. That's not good. So, so Ryan talking about more. doing drugs and fucking. So it takes four more. Way to go. So, so I mean, that's that's a normal Tuesday for most of us. <laughs> hey, I have to figure out a way to deal with you fuckers every Tuesday. Uh, impact hard to kill. Water happened. Jan- I'm actually drinking a sugary drink tonight. Holy shit! It was two fifty at Walmart for a six pack of this new Sierra Mist. It is not Sierra Mist. It is one hundred percent Sierra Mist. It is because- a brand new product, as they will tell you. They will tell you it is, but it's 100% not. Uh, hard to kill. January 13th from Center Stage in Atlanta. Happened on Friday the 13th. Anyone watch the pre-show? I, I actually did. During the uh, show. I did not watch the pre-show. Sleazy watched it. Ryan, I, did you watch the pre-show? I guess not. No, I did not. I just realized I'm on mute. Are you shitting me? I'm the only one to watch the pre-show? Yes, sir. Oh, yep. fucking Mark. God damn it. No, Mark did not watch the show. We just established this. Oh, you're right. You, you got me there. Damn. Um, I was only in it for seeing Kushida and Speedball. So I watched that. That was cool. First match had an Asian in it. Yeah. Oh, no, it didn't. <laughs> what, Kushida's not Asian? Apparently not. <laughs> also, like I said to him before we got on the podcast, oh, God. main event died. We'll get to that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the 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 scramble match or the whatever it was, a six-man tag. What was it gauntlet? Not, not a tag, but six-man fatal six-way, whatever. Fatal uh, six it was a scramble match. Like, a fatal six-way man elimination jerk off on a pole with Viagra orgy. Yep. Russo wrote cool. it. Right. So the show proper Russo op- wouldn't have booked an orgy to go over. Russo would have Russo would have booked himself to go over in the orgy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you hey, clearly not watched happened. China's porn where she fucks non-fake wrestlers in a ring. And then the main not. event of the porno is she has to put old porn Ric Flair and old porn Hulk Hogan over in the ring in a three-way. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I did not watch. Lisa Mel- Ann played Stephanie McMahon, and I never thought I wanted to fuck Lisa Ann more, but then she acted like Stephanie McMahon, and I realized I wanted to fuck her more. Hard to Kill opened with Full <laughs> <laughs> Metal Mayhem for the Impact World Championship. Josh Alex- fuck you. That, no, no, you're not allowed to say that anymore. What is his real name? What? I, no, no, because fuck no, you. Not WWE, WWE title match. 
Fat Fat Man coined this name the other day, and I thought it was fucking great. Was okay, hold on. Yeah, I know. I was gonna get there. Oh yeah, king of the king of the four star match, Josh yeah. Alexander. Wait, 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 hold on. I'm sorry. I apologize. King of the four plus star match, Josh Alexander. Defends against Bully Ray. 17 minutes. Uh, Kristen Thompson from TGRWrestling.com gave this three and three quarters. <laughs> Ryan. Four-star match. Ryan. Uh, first off, wrong main fucking event dodge. Me and Fat Man were into this through, in my opinion... Which I, I actually I, I we'll, we'll get to it. Opinion. Yeah, get to the end. Say. I won't be able to give my honest opinion why I thought this should have main event over the other one until we talk about it, which is fine, and I'll wait. But another fucking banger out of Josh Alexander, Bully Ray. Clear, and I read this online. I thought it was a perfect explanation. Bully Ray is clearly slowed down in his age yep. uh, for what he's got done, but he's smarter now. He yep. understands the psychology more. That's actually a pretty fair assessment. <laughs> I like that. I gave it four plus stars. Four stars. Literally, Ryan literally pretty much took my notes. Josh Alexander does it again. Bully way, bully ray psychology was great. I thought the Bully way, Bully way, Bully Buffalo, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Raisins. Um, uh, I thought the latter spot on the facts was. Um, to the tax was a cool attempt, even though he completely missed it. <laughs> um, but Josh Alexander wasn't taking that bump. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. but it was another banger by Josh Alexander, the wrestler of the year last year. You fucking mark. Nah, if he was in a bigger promotion, I would one thousand percent agreed with that. Like we said last week, had he had been in one of the big. Two and a half, I would have gave it to him, but he wasn't. He okay. isn't win one of the big two and a half. He's not in WWE, New Japan, or AEW. So, no, he's not in one of the big two and a half. Okay. This motherfucker just gave New Japan a half. Fuck you, asshole. I did. I, I love how you knew it was New Japan that was the half, though, Chip. <laughs> That's how I know I was fucking right, because you knew which fed was the half one. I only knew it because it was coming from you, you fuck. <laughs> oh. God, I'm dying. All right, Chip, go ahead. You can't All die right. and go to fucking rehab first off. You're, let's be real. You're gonna you're gonna hate me for this. How underrating are you? I'm overrating, according to you. Oh, oh no, you can't overrate the Josh Alexander Master Fat Man. He don't give no. a fuck. Hell no, yeah. right? I mean, if this had a way to start the show off with this match, it had the storytelling of. Everything that's been going on with Josh Alexander, Bully Ray, and Jenny, and how she involved herself in it, how he asked for the ring, how everything, and then the ring psychology by Bully Ray has gotten so fucking good. I, I can't get over how, like, yeah, you're right. He's slowed down, but methodically, he now fucks people up. And that's, that's great. I mean, it, and, it's weird for me to rate a hardcore match this high, but it had everything. I mean, yeah, I the only the only reason for me it wasn't a five star for me was the Tommy Dreamer spot. What the fuck was he even doing there? He looked slow as shit. Nothing looked right well, there. But, well, I know, I know it was storytelling. He was telling the story yeah. of it all, but 
I mean, I, I just loved every fucking second of it. So what, four and three quarters? Four and three quarters. All right, oh, Slazy. Ryan didn't even make it through the first segment. Jesus. Well, I pissed him off. A, here's the thing. I was going to be a dick. Um, but who who is who are you getting the ratings from from TGI Wrestling? Uh, Kristen Thompson. Okay, so Kristen Thompson beat me to the the bit because I was going to make it three and three quarters just to fuck you. Um, but. I mean, you, it, doesn't matter because it, it's a four star match. I say you'd be wrong anyway. So oh fuck you! It's a four star <laughs> match. I do apologize. I got so angry at Chip for uh, underrating his overrating that I accidentally hit the X button when I went to ask him what was fucking missing for four and three fourths of a star. Like what was no, he he said that he said the Tommy Dreamer spot. So I will solely disagree on that. If you watch Impact's fucking product, no, week, he's no, he said. He said he got, he understood the psychology of it. He understand why Tommy Dreamer was there. He just didn't think the execution was good. He think Tommy Dreamer just looked slow and probably didn't necessarily need to be in the match. That's why. I'll allow it. <laughs> Pretty much everyone said exactly what I'm thinking with one very notable exception is Josh Alexander's wife was there. So of course I had to give it at least two and a half star bump. So really in true reality it's a six and a half star match i'm gonna punch which, out the which makes ovary. it hang on hang on which makes it the second best match of all time above the will osprey kenny omega match from wrestle kingdom this year i have a funny stat about that i'll get into the news and rumors later me and fat <laughs> man talked about it it's funny as hell okay uh, um, you know, honestly, now before we stop it and say, you know what this match honestly was missing to me? Mm. Take take the dreamer spot out. Talk to AEW. Get Ethan Page for one night to yeah. come mm-hmm. out and help his buddy. Yep. Yeah, Ethan Page would have been a great addition to this. Um, I think that had they had gotten uh, Page, they would have also taken out the Jade bit too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yo, dog, I heard you like tag team matches. Uh, I do. Federal four-way elimination match for the Impact World Tag Team Tuttles, the Motor City Machine Guns, the Fenton against the Major Players, Heath and Wino, and the Boa Club. This was on Friday the 13th, and this match went 13 minutes and 13 seconds. Oh, That's shit. wicked. Uh, and Kristen gave it the piece of shit, three and a half stars. Ryan, you're the tag team wrestling uh, for a match in the dead spot on the card that's supposed to bring the crowd back down, they did a terrible job of bringing the crowd back down because this was a fucking great yeah. match, too. Yeah. Like, and like all the people in it were fucking great. Commentary, strange the major brothers are actually here to work a match, fucking popped me right away because they were in most of it for the first half. Like, I don't know. I've had rose colored glasses on Impact for the past year and a half, and I've been praising Impact a lot because nobody, I feel, not, not nobody, not enough people are watching Impact to give the credit they're doing, and the shit like this. They went from a huge gimmick match to an elimination match, which is kind of a gimmick match, but not really with weapons, and still, it was a different match. It was a different flow. It was a different style. It was still deadly. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Ron kids died. I would have loved to see Cardona and Mars win the tag belts. But- I okay, I was gonna save us up for last, but uh, I gave it 
<laughs> three and three quarters. Um, great match. It went 13 minutes for an elimination match, but it was the eliminations were done properly. They made sense. They continued the story with the major players because I thought they were going to win. But them getting eliminated, then having kind of like a factor into the finish, continues that story along. So I think they'll eventually win it. I think this it's a slow burn for them to to win it. Sleazy. I gave it four stars. I thought it was just as good as the opener. Um, I thought they did a great job with the storytelling. As, as you just said, the, having the major players factor in the finish uh, brought the story progression up. Um, God, uh, the what was it? The the what was it? The the magic killer. Yeah. I'm like, why are we doing that here? Yeah, that that one threw me off. That was that was kind of eh. But other than that, I mean, it's just Bullet Club. Great. That's why they did it. I know, but it's like so if you know, why would you quit? Like, well, that's stupid, man. Oh, first off, hope you step on a Lego for your ignorance. Second off, oh, if, you're you. like, if you're like, oh, this was dumb, but I know why they did it. What the fuck? I, well, I say, I say that all the time. I can justify being like, I understand why they did it, but that does not mean it's not stupid. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm thinking here because, <clears throat> especially when Gallows and Anderson were in Impact for they paid recently they, too. Ray Walt said that the Magic Killer, which is coined by the Bullet Club original or OC, that's exactly what he said in the, in the commentaries. Yeah, it's I, I get it, but I still think it's dumb to actually use it. It looked like it, it, in in my eyes, it was a dig at the guys. I don't consider it. I didn't consider it a dig. I just thought it was. It, it's like everybody and their brother using 3D. You know what I mean? Or 1D. Everybody in their. <laughs> Well, yeah, Usos is a little bit different, but um, but like just everybody using the same finisher over and over again. You know, it, it waters down the finisher, yes, but also in this particular circumstance, I don't think it was warranted, especially when it wasn't finishing somebody off. It was used as a you know a signature move that was trans a bit t- transitional. But that's just me. That once again, that's not. It's a booking slash the the worker's decision to use it. I just didn't like it. But it didn't take away that much about the match. In fact, we're talking way too much about it. The match is great. Chip, 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 chip. Yo, oh, sorry. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Mark. <laughs> uh, Mark, Mark, Mark. Definitely going to be shocked at my ratings on this show because I gave it four and a quarter. Um, I it didn't seem that long to me. It flowed, everything flowed so well, and it did not seem like it was 13 minutes to me. Normally, to me, a 13 minute match I get bored with because I have ADD and there's other things I can be doing, but um, it, it just it flowed well, story was told great. I thought the bull club was gonna win on that roll up. Um, of the mercy, uh, was it Shelly or? Saving the guy rolled up. I don't know. It was really close. It was a great near fall. And then um yeah, just a great story. I I action and the way the uh major players came back and did uh factor in the finish. 
or not not factored in finish, but factored in the interference that threw it off the the flow of the match. It was great, great mind games. So one quarter. Okay, Impact Digital Media Championship. I believe in Joe Hendry. He's looking <laughs> thick as fuck. And the strong as fuck, too. Defense against Moose. iPhone. iPhone. Thank you. <laughs> 14 minutes and five seconds. Christian Thompson gave this three and three quarters. Sleazy, you're the Moose Mark. Oh, boy. Um, I guess I'm probably going to be an asshole here. Uh, two and a half stars. Um, I thought. Yeah, you were. Yeah, see, um, it wasn't as good as I was expecting. And I think the Santino bit made it even worse. Yeah. What was that? I, so, I think had they, had they ended it with, with the, the first finish, I think, I think I could give it three stars, but having Santino Morella debut over these two guys as an authority figure, no less, is fucking dumb. Why? Bad. Again, watching hey. the product weekly. He debuted on the show. How is that a fucking watching the product moment? Because. because oh, you want to take this? Scott Demore. Yeah, he got knocked out. And, so, and on fucking Impact Thursday night, the new director of authority will be revealed at the pay-per-view. Yeah, during this match? Yeah, during the match that the heels are piece of shit and cheats to win. Perfect time so, for the new face director of authority to come out. So director I, of fun, right? I, director of authority. No, it's not fucking weird. It's not Bob Saget. They don't have no fun in these places. They don't know what the <clears throat> character is, Sleazy. They uncultured as fuck. So I agree with Sleazy where I thought it did take away from the match. But again, it I'm fine with it. Because it introduced him in this match. And I agree, if it would have ended with Moose, where Moose won, I thought this was a four-star match until this, and I gave it three and a half stars. What does Brandon say? Two meaty men slapping meat. Yeah, that's what this match was. Um, A mixture of power moves. Wasn't a meaty man. Two, it was a mixture of power moves and fucking unreal athleticism between these two guys. Joe Henry just picking Moose up and just literally dropping him over the top rope was insane. That was ridiculous. Um, Stalin's suplex to Moose looked so fucking impressive. Yes. So I thought they did fucking amazing. Yes, I, as much as I agree with Sleazyworth, I'm not a fan of the Santino spot. And, and there was no other cheating on the show, so it actually made sense. If there was like cheating later on in the show, I would have been like, why didn't Santino come out then? But they booked it so well where this had to be the only spot. And I it it made sense. Um they probably could have done it in a different match. Might have been instead of this match, maybe your take on it, Sleazy? Or because it's just two big guys being the shit out of each other, and then Satino's like this little midget, but oops, sorry. <clears throat> little person, but <laughs> that's uh, what you're gonna fucking go excuse me to? Yep. Uh, after all the shit on the show, little person. 
Um, but five with it. Let me hold you, midget man. Chip. Sorry. Ah, uh, four and a quarter. Wow. Why is someone calling? What is going we on? We are. We're turning, Chip. I, I, Ryan. We're doing it. You really, I, I, yeah. No, I did say I was gonna, I was gonna make time and invest in Impact this year, and I'm starting to. And I was just, I, I couldn't get over the athleticism of both of them. I mean, Moose has always been great. I, I honestly didn't know who Joe Hendry was before tonight, and now really? I, what? I, yeah, what? seriously, yeah, never heard of him. A fatal four-way match for the normal contendership for the Impact Women's uh, or Knockouts title. I apologize. Deanna Peraza versus Taylor Wilde versus Macha Slamovich versus Killer Kelly. Nine minutes, 20 seconds. Christian Thompson gave us three and a half stars. Sleazy, you're the women's wrestling enthusiast. Um, multi-woman match. You know how I'm going to go down this road. Uh, gave it three stars. It was fine. There were a couple of nice, nice bits. The the Death Valley driver was a nice touch. Um, the entire spot there. Um, but I'm I'm not see, this is where I'm gonna get I'm gonna get shit on because I don't know the product enough to know that if Masha was the right person to go over here. Um right kid died. So well, there you go then. Um Knowing what I know in the main event, I'm not 100% sure that would have been great, but, you know, so be it. Get to it in the main event. Yeah. Well, I'll go. I I thought it was three and a half stars. Fast paced um, for a nine minute match. They did what they did a hell of a job of getting their shit in and getting out. Um, But yeah, I I gave it three and a half stars. I thought Masha is. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it now. Know what we know. It's a fresh matchup. That's, that's so so that's that's why I think Macho the right kid died there. Uh Ryan. Uh I didn't have any issue with either one of the four people when <clears throat> whoever won the main event or whoever didn't win the main event, a good match was coming out of it. True. True. All right. Oh, uh, okay. uh three and three quarters. Um I first off. Love the name Masha Slamovich. Great fucking name. Um, and she was really good in the ring. I, like you said, the right person died. I don't know. I, like, clearly, I don't follow the product. I didn't follow the product. I will be starting to um, more. But, um, yeah, three and three quarters. Okay. Uh, Balls Cow Anywhere. Steve Macklin versus one half of the Spot Monkeys, Rich Swan. 11 minutes and 40 seconds. Kristen Thompson gave us three and a half. I'm going to start. This was the worst match of the night for me. Um, It was an okay match for a house show. I, I didn't really like the beginning part where they were outside and I don't know. It just seemed off. And then it got a little better when they actually got in front of the crowd. And by the way, that crowd was hot all Night long, all night. That's why I said it during this match. All night long. So demonetized. So um, but it it got a little better, but it at least the right kid died. So 
Yeah. Ryan. About the women's match again? Didn't we just talk about this? No, the post gun anywhere match. You. Oh, oh, I, I do apologize. Again, with the distractions and all. Yeah. Um, that was way fucking better than I expected it to be. And I want to go on record here and saying right now, Steve Macklin, money should be in the world title picture. I think he's the one that's going to be Josh Alexander. He wow. he turned being released from WWE into money and impact and the gimmick. And in the video leading up to it, they're talking about all these big fucking wins that he's had in marquee pay-per-view matches. And they're like, once you start listing them off and looking at it, holy fuck, you're right. Like mm-hmm. they've pushed Macklin to the moon without being a champion. I, I th- think he's going to be the one to beat Alexander. All right. So Lizzie, go ahead. I, I think you're absolutely right with the rating. I get also gave it two and a half stars. Um, d- would you agree with me if I said that it was a lot of the same balls count anywhere tropes? Yes. It was a lot of the samey stuff. You had to have at least one barricade move. You had to have one. They had to go around in the crowd because it's now falls down anywhere. It just, it felt tired. Um, to be honest, the, the end of the match I liked. To be honest, there's not much you can else you can really do. Right, it's a no, it's a no DQ match, but so I mean, we had to, we had to, you, know, you have yeah. to make the the gimmick work for you, the gimmick match work for you, so you have to go out in the crowd, of course, right? <laughs> um, yep. But the last the last bit of it, I I I enjoyed it, and I thought it was a great way to to get um, Macklin over. Uh, don't forget a former Impact World Champion, Rich Swan. So, yep, yeah, all right. Uh, two and three quarters. I didn't understand the beginning and outside. Uh, but no, Macklin's definitely going to be in here. Going to be the bad wrestling fan. I am. I don't even remember him in the WWE. <laughs> so, uh, but he's been on fire. Everything I've watched from him has just been fire. So he will definitely be the one. I don't know when it's going to happen to dethrone Josh Alexander as well. Okay. Eddie Edwards versus Jonathan Gresham. 19 minutes and five seconds. Kristen gave this four and a quarter. I'm going to start with Chip. I'm going to actually agree with her. Four and a quarter. It's a him, by the way. Oh. Okay, sorry. Well, I'm going to agree with them. That way I don't offend anybody. Um, Pronouns, pal. (laughs) Pronouns, pal. Uh, Four and a quarter. It's just Gresham and Edwards. I mean, I expect nothing less than a four-star match. From them, uh, Ryan, because I know how much you like Jonathan Gresham. Fuck Jonathan Gresham. Oh, like, yeah. I, I just think he's going to be my new overrated guy this year. Because like he's fuck all height. Like there's too many fucking midgets that can act, that can wrestle that are pro wrestlers that everybody thinks is God's gift to wrestling. Go to fuck. Like his my problem with Jonathan Gresham is my same problem with fucking Zack Saber Jr. Great, you're an awesome technician. You don't fucking sell. You don't do anything. I mean, you're not, not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> like, like I said, Zack Saber Jr., fantastic technician, one of the best. I've watched a lot of his matches. It's the same thing with Grisham. Great technician, fucking awesome. Boys, uh, a key part of wrestling is fucking selling. I feel like that. I will go one step further with that. 
is that Grisham knows how to put a match together technically, but it doesn't have any feeling in it. You know what I mean? It's it. He knows that his 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 work is going to be. I'm going to work that fucking arm, and he's going to work that fucking arm. He's very good at working that fucking arm. And when the finish comes, either that factors in the finish or doesn't. But he didn't tell the story, if that makes any sense. He didn't. He didn't feel like he put his his uh, put in a je ne sais quoi on it. I don't. Um, great technical match. Once again, three and a half stars. Wasn't bad at all. Wasn't going to blow my uh, socks off by any stretch of the imagination. I also believe that while you think Macklin's going to take the title off of Alexander, I think Grisham is. No, I think it's going to be Macklin. I, I think they're going to put it on Grisham first. Either. It could be either the way that, the way they're pushing both. Um, four stars, very technical, which isn't surprising between the two of these people. Uh, right kid died, and then PCO comes out to continue the Eddie Edwards wants to, you know, have this all be ended, but isn't yet. <laughs> because PCO doesn't die. Uh, yeah. And they bury him in the fucking yep desert or some shit. I, I don't, I don't remember exactly the story behind it, but whatever. Yeah. All right. Main event. Impact Knockouts Championship. Jordan Grace defends against Mickey James. 19 minutes and five seconds. Kristen Thompson gave this five, or not five stars. I'm sorry. I read my handwriting wrong. Four stars. Um, Sleazy, you're the woman's wrestling enthusiast. Um, I feel like that it got a lot more praise. And it wasn't just uh, Kristen or uh, Kristen, but a lot of people said this was a great match. It wasn't. It, it wasn't bad. It was a three-star match, but I think a lot of people put a lot of oomph into the fact that everyone thought this was going to be Mickey's last match. And honestly, I did too. I was pleasantly surprised and yet oddly not happy with the finish, if that makes any sense. I, I'm, I'm happy that she's still going but I don't believe it was the right decision. And I honestly believe that even though um, Jordan's done a great job in running with the title to this point, um, if somebody was going to beat her, Mickey James was a good option, but I think they were, it was, the story was being told that, that Mickey was passing the torch to Jordan and it, it kind of felt strange for her to win there. That was not the story being told. But okay. Uh, no, I'm I'm talking way back. Oh, like okay. we've been talking about this for months. So I'm gonna pull a Ryan trope. What was this missing? A lot. Impact made this feel like a huge match. I really liked how the match was structured. With Jordan getting the offense early, Mickey working from underneath, getting a few offensive moves in, then Jordan's cutting her off, and Mickey's offense progressively goes up. This is a culmination of months of storytelling. They executed perfection, perfectibly five stars. Yeah, this was better than Osprey Omega 100%. It told the better story. It told the right story. Everyone thought Mickey James was going to lose but then she won so 
I don't know. I thought this was a culmination of months worth of storytelling. It was, was it technically a five-star match? Like in-ring wise? Absolutely Prob- not. Probably not. But no, with, no, 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 absolutely not. With the story being told, the emotion being told, and that fu- hot fucking crowd made this a five-star match. So you're pulling this into Rock Hogan vibes here? Everyone else can do it. Why can't I? I'm, I'm not I'm not saying you're not wrong. I'm just saying that if if that's where you're going with that, then yeah. Okay. Well, this is a better story than Rock Hogan also anyway. And Ryan's going to kill me for saying that, but I don't care. 1,000%. You're a fucking idiot for saying that. <laughs> the Rock Hogan story was, I'm Rock. I'm Hogan. That's fight. Because that's all they fucking that's... needed because it was the Rock and Hulk Hogan. So I the mean, story yeah. to this is Mickey James' last rodeo for months. That's the better story than Rock Hogan. So, no. So you have two talents. So you have two talents in a dream match that you never thought would ever connect ever because of everything that went down. Who's dream match? Hogan versus Rock. Not my dream match. Yeah, because you're a fucking jaded NWA fuck. Rock and Hogan are so far out of your. I have to agree with Ryan there. That was a dream match for way too many people. I would have preferred Austin Hogan. That was my dream match. Everybody would have preferred Austin Hogan because that seemed to have been the more logical one to go with. But neither one of them wanted to put over to politics. And clearly, it wasn't the fault of Hogan not wanting to put nobody over because Hogan put over The Rock. Again, we're talking about Mickey James and Jordan Grace. I think the the story is better. I, I think the real corollary here is not Hogan Rock. The real corollary here is Flair Michaels. Because basically, that's what this was. Okay. Except a, that, the finish was, I'm sorry, I love you. Oops, I lost. I, now now I get to get into this. I don't think this should have main evented because Mickey James won. Mickey, Jam- Mickey James won clean. Had Mickey James won by cheating? Cool. What a wicked way to end a pay-per-view because everybody's like, what the fuck was that? We got to see what Mickey James is going to say if you're an Impact fan. Uh, and Mickey James winning... Should have been somewhere else on the card. And TLC, Full Metal Mayhem, should have main evented because it's your fucking world title. Why? And me and Fat Man talked about this. If you're not going to send Mickey James off with a great send-off for losing, don't put it in the main event. Shawn Michaels Undertaker WrestleMania 26. Same thing. The end of that pay-per-view, that was Shawn Michaels' moment because he lost and he was going away. So... This was the most emotional match on the card, which is why it was last. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Bully Ray beat the ever-loving fuck out of Scott Demore and tortured Josh Alexander's wife and family. And that's more, that's not as emotional as I might retire for the fifth time. Apparently not, because this, <laughs> because this got better crowd reaction than the other one did. So I don't know what to tell you there. The crowd proves me right. So the I crowd also said that Hogan and Rock was a dream match, and you said, not my dream match. Well, the crowds are idiots. It was in Canada! Lawyered! Ah. Let's just face it. That man can't be wrong in his own eyes. I just lawyered him. It was in Canada. That is everything 100% true. Edge was from Toronto and Who got says, booed. And got booed in his hometown. You're telling me that everything is a fucked up in Canada? Come on. When? Come on. SummerSlam 2004. When Edge was going through that sneaky skatey period. 
No, he was a face at that time. He was a face. 2004 at SummerSlam in August was around the time of Edge no, turning and slowly going crazy. That was after SummerSlam. Sunday or Taboo Tuesday, the full heel turn was done. Which was it's in November. They burn. He was a face in August. September, October, four months. There was like two pay-per-views between the two. Two pay-per-views. No, WWE, slow burn. Yeah, but at the August pay-per-view in his hometown where he was a face, he got booed. Is he from Toronto? Yes. I mean, and like Toronto, Toronto, or is it really like Mississauga? I don't fucking know. Maybe he was from North York and they're and downtown. All, all I know was America. Fact, there was a second Canadian in the match, so they just picked the Canadian they liked over the other one. Batista's Canadian? Jericho. Jericho, yeah. Well, is he from Toronto? No, he's, he's from, from Winnipeg, Winnipeg, you idiot. All right, Chip. Holy hell. Uh, four and a half stars. I want to. Um, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. He is not from Toronto. If you repeat the joke, mean fat man just said. He's from Orangeville, you idiot. You fucking tithead. What's Orangeville? Where? Where is that? I hope next time fucking. It's like uh, between. It's like north. It's like near Barry. It's like. Sleazy. I don't know where that is either. It's like 35 minutes north of Toronto. Because I'm from America. It's like, it's like me saying I'm from Atlantic City right now when I'm 20, 30 minutes away. I'm from Hershey. No. Yeah, I mean it's close enough, but yeah. uh, sleazy mm-hmm. for that ignorant comment and that stupid joke. I hope that next time Michelle pegs you, she goes and draw like prison star. Um, first of all, we do that already. How do you think I enjoy it so much? And second of all, I like the joke. I thought it was. I didn't think it. Was- Chip. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> uh, four and a half. I think it, the whole, I really thought Mickey James was going to lose for, yeah, like everyone else did. Um, I still don't think it should have been in the main event. It should have been. I mean, as much as the story that was told, and yeah, good versus evil and her getting an, another chance. It wasn't as demented and mind fucking as the whole Josh Alexander bully Ray match. Not a, not even close. No. Okay. Here, here, here's my question for you, Chip. And I, uh, what, what did you rate the uh, Full Metal Mayhem match? Four and three quarters. So you yeah. thought that was better, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you thought that should have made a better, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you? And I'm, I'm just going to shoot this out as everyone. Do you guys? feel that when you have a match that steals the show that isn't the main event as a general rule do you feel like that the pay-per-view is kind of jarred a little bit no, no. um wait, wait wait what do you mean by jarred like it feels like that a little off you can't you, you can't follow something like that so you, you're kind of your sales are kind of like out a little bit take them take her michael's 25 is a prime example yeah, that's a huge example. And honestly, Money in the Bank from WrestleMania 32. Yeah, yeah. I think there was enough time that you it probably would have been okay. And in this particular circumstance, I think the same thing 
rings true, but I, I'm just thinking in general, like having that type of, you know, where it's a big match at the beginning and the card kind it's of like, it's like time progresses. It's like higher than this and now everything else is going to be a lower, a lower, not quality, but it's not going to catch your attention and energy as much as the first match did. Okay. Kind of so when you're right off the bat. Yeah. So the crowd was hot all night long. So again, proves you wrong. Star ratings four. Wait, whoa, three, whoa, whoa. three and a half. Three, three. three. Wrong. I'm asking a question. Oh, okay. I thought you said no. I don't think so because look at this show as a whole. Start with a banger, end with a banger. Three and three quarters. Three and a half. Three and a half. Well, okay, my trial show four five. Like, yeah. I no, I don't think it does if booked properly. I still would have had uh, Alexander and Bully Ray in the main event. I would not have. Ladies and gentlemen, Booker of the Year, Scott Demore. Well, we and Ryan already know that impacts miles ahead of AEW. Oh, my fuck, yes. So, Tony I Khan can say that. I, mean, I don't Tony, remember us talking about this. But that's a hot take, you fucks. <laughs> no. What was hey. that saying? Was I don't Ryan? remember us talking about this, but Frankie fucking Kazarian. Yep, I was waiting. I was waiting to see if anyone was going to bring that up. Oh yeah, uh, fucking yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Another name that needs to be jumped right up in the world title scene. His match at Overdrive with Alexander. Oh my god, I <laughs> just I... yet that wasn't in your uh, match of the year candidates. So it was. I said it was a match of the year candidate. When I was arguing with Sleazy because he thinks fucking yeah because he he listed off every single Josh Alexander match for the every so Josh Alexander match of your candidates unlike oh fucking what's that guy's name who's who just lost in a match Sleazy overrated on the fourth oh just fuck spray. spray as he as he's just sipping his water yeah overall thoughts on the show Impact did it again it's like it was a great show. I did it again. I, I absolutely believe that you guys are. There's two people here that are wearing very rose colored glasses, and I think one of them is not Ryan. Chip. I know it's I, me. I know it's I, me. I, I, I think someone here just doesn't know how to rate matches. Oh, fuck and, yourself. And he's another person that wears glasses. So, yeah. All right. So. Oh. Do you want to take another break or do no, you let, let's just work through it? Okay. Um, yeah. Walk through the segments. That's what we do here. So what was it? The night of last week's show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Brandon messaged us saying WWE is sold to the Saudis. And I'm like, that can't be possible. And then everybody and their brother reported on it, which I found crazy because I said it too. So you said everybody and their brother, and I said credible sources, and you're like Sean well, Ross Sapp. I mean, <laughs> and I said credible sources, and and I, for, for I was thinking there, when yeah. when I say a sale of WWE, I I should have specified myself. I was thinking Wall CNN, Street yeah. Wall Street Journal, yeah, absolutely like credible. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way a deal got done that fast because the SEC needs to get involved for one. Um, well, they don't necessarily have to get involved. Yes, they but do. But they do have, well, they don't have to get involved. If they tell the shareholders that, then they're good. But well, you also have to sit there and play the game of, 
well, if this particular shareholder doesn't get it, they can call the SEC. And that's when the inquiry starts. I, I'm pretty sure the SEC needs to get involved. They do not. Um, um, a deal this big will take months, not just snap of the finger. Yes, but because there needs again, to be a lot of vetting, it could have been months in the making. Here, here's the other thing about that: you can agree to a deal in principle and not actually have the deal go right. for a year or two. Just ask Microsoft and Activision. My other point or was Tesla, or not Tesla. Or, my know, other point on that was AOL and Time Warner agreed to a deal in 1998. It did not get finalized until 2000. One. That's why deals like this where billions of dollars are at stake take a while. And they would be announced. You say that, but I wanted to point out that the sale of Twitter went through in less than eight months. And that included a full-on court case where he was trying to back out of it. True. So that... Things are different. Is, is Twitter a public, AOL and Time Warner is is Twitter a publicly traded company? Yes. Okay, I did not know that. Okay. Yes, very much so. Um. So, but again, when I said credible sources, I was thinking not dirt sheet writers. <laughs> I mean, um, well, that's us. the thing. Well, that's well, yeah, yeah right. Um, but there's no journalists on this show. But here's we are all fucking journalists. We are. Yeah, yeah. we just reported on something, asshole. So we use the word breaking news like journalists, you dickhead. Breaking news. I, I farted. Did you? Yes, I did. Then you, if this created... was a fart podcast, that would be journalistic farting. I it mean, farting. even if it's not, he's reporting a fact, which is Mark better be, than most. Mark could be Dave Meltzer, who has been proven to make shit up. You see, that came out. Of course, you. Who was it? It was somebody from Wrestling Inc. caught Meltzer red-handed making shit up. It's Meltzer. And that's what I'm like. It's Meltzer. Like, what what is this? Is not news. This is yeah, like what's the surprise? His ratings made up. So I mean, oh, they don't believe WWE's attendance numbers, but they'll believe Tony Khan saying that AEW did a million dollar gate because Dave Meltzer told them. I'm not saying that that's not the case, but I I when we talked about that, I proved that that was pretty easily that could have easily happened. Whether or not it was actually true or not is a whole other situation. Um, anyway, but I think there's another aspect of this where I have, as far as this, the Saudi thing, it's my theory on it was somebody has a source. I don't remember who the person who first broke it was. I'm not going to bother looking it up because I'm not a journalist. But somebody posted, whoever posted it first, I think wanted to get the jump on it to be the first person to break the news that WWE was selling because, let's face it, it's going to be the biggest wrestling news almost potentially of all time. So be the first one to break that story, oh my God. Enshrines you into $11.99 a month for the rest of your life. So what I think doesn't mean this is what happened. What I think happened is he asked his source, is WWE selling? And his source probably went, oh, yeah, there's probably potential buyers like Comcast, uh, Fox, Disney, Saudis. Saudis! Saudis bought WWE. 
That that may very well have happened. They heard what they wanted to hear, and they just reported it. And, 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 also and that and that person was credible enough where everybody was like, holy shit. It, it could also be the fact that they were testing waters as well to see what the reaction would be. Vince 100% could have done that. And that's where I was going with is what Chip said. Is I think they, they he leaked it just to see what kind of backlash would have happened. And that's 100% possible too. Mm-hmm. Like I said to my buddy when he brought this up to me, he was like, WWE got sold to Saudis. I was like, no, they didn't. They didn't. I was like, no, that was just some asshole with a podcast just making shit off. <laughs> I'm always right. So I don't make shit up. <laughs> like, I'm always right, so I don't make shit up. But we always report Meltzer who makes shit up. Anyway. But we always say fuck Dave Meltzer, first one of the episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Oh wow. Has it been that long? Yeah, because he doesn't watch Impact. <laughs> fair, fair. Um True. we do now, this every time. He barely watched Impact when Omega was there. And like Fat Man said, he was just told about the Omega match, and he went, I guess that's what I'll say about it. <laughs> no, I said that. That's oh, you said sir, it. you know what? I do apologize for giving Fat Man credit when it was your credit to take. Fuck that fat guy. <laughs> I don't get many bits of credit for good bits on this show. He does it because he doesn't have any. So I talked a little bit last week about we, we talked about transactions, not necessarily meaning a sale, mm-hmm. about Vince taking the company private. And Sleazy mentioned Vince doesn't have the money to do it on his own, on his own. And that's the big part on his own. Vince could 100% easily find someone and goes, you want to be a part owner? You want to take this private? And it could happen just like that. Um, did buy out, and I think it's like four, it's like $4 billion worth of shares or something. Yeah. We figured, we figured it out on the last so, about 4 billion. If you want price and you want my opinion on this thing, I have two front runner runners. It's Comcast or they go private. I, I, I don't. And we talked about in the chat, intentionally paying $60 again for pay-per-views. And I only see that happening if Disney buys it and they put on ESPN plus. And if they do that, They'll probably do it for the big four or five or just WrestleMania. I think it's well, dumb if they do it. Well, didn't they try to do it one year? Mm, no. I, I I was under there was we did talk about potentially when the peacock, when the WWE's looking to outsource Peacock or outsource the network. Right. We talked about we when you were living in Nork talked about potentially having ESPN go to ESPN plus having it behind a paywall behind another paywall. Like they right. do with USC. Well, like what they do with USC. Right. Like they do with yeah. UFC. So I think that's where you were thinking that that was where it was. They didn't try I, it. I thought they tried it with WrestleMania one year. Mm-mm. Maybe, no. maybe I was thinking that they literally yeah. just started reporting wrestling on ESPN in the past five years. So ESPN, I, well, yeah, this I was thinking this was like two, three years ago. I think this was like the last year before the pandemic. Uh, yeah, so um, year before the pandemic. Yeah, no, they didn't do that. Um, I would be against it because, especially if it's if I had to pay 
$9.99 for ESPN Plus, and they're telling me, oh, you can get WrestleMania if you get ESPN Plus, and I get ESPN Plus. Oh, by the way, WrestleMania is $60. That's what I do every UFC pay-per-view. Plus, at the same time, but does UFC have a streaming service for the past nine years where you pay $9.99 a month and you get that pay-per-view? Bypass. I mean, but same thing with Impact. They have YouTube, and a lot of their shows are on that. They only really have four pay-per-views a year. Yeah. You don't get them as part of Impact Plus. No, you don't. But how how much are the pay-per-views? Uh, in, in probably not a lot because I think it's Impact. Yeah. I think they do a one fight for 30 bucks. Yeah. So no, I'm talking about real pay-per-view, not fucking. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. I think it's 30. Well, that's, you can. That's all they have, though, in, they, in the U.S. Yeah, they get them on fight. I think it's thirty bucks, um, or it's thirty four ninety nine. It's it's it might be thirty four. It's like it's there thirty to thirty five dollars. Yeah. Um, and you get, but you get eventually get those on Impact Plus. I just don't think Impact Plus has the servers. To, well, that's a lie because they do live specials every month. So every month, there's times they do a live special, and then a week later, do another live special. Yes. So, Sounds like well, NJPW. They do the live special on Impact Plus. So well, here's the thing, though what what is there? What is the number of people co- concurrently streaming that? If it's less than fifteen thousand, then it's right. not that hard. I mean, right? The indie shows are doing that. You know, if if you have even a decent back so, backbone or a, a a third party that's doing the actual streaming part of it, all you have to do is send the footage to it then it's not that hard to deal with that, especially if they have a, a, an agreement with fight or agreement with a particular, like one of the big ones is like MLB.tv. That's how WWE got through that was they backboned it from MLB.tv before they did their own thing. Um, I just think you're, you're the last nine years you've had, you've conditioned wrestling fans to go to Peacock or go to the network, and now you're all now you're going to be like, oh, by the way, you want our biggest show of the year? It's Fuck sixty dollars. Oh, by the way, since it's two nights, it could be sixty dollars a night, or it could be thirty one night and thirty the next, or thirty one night and forty the next, depending on the last the main event of the last night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I don't think that's a good business practice. It's bad enough as it is that we're thinking. Obviously, we're we were talking about. Uh, WrestleMania in Philadelphia, uh, not this coming. Well, next actually, year. Now we can say next no, year. Next, next year. <laughs> uh, but um, the thing was, I, I was joking to my wife the other day. I'm like, well, are you ready to spend $2,000 on okay tickets? Because it'll be $500 per ticket for the two of us for two nights. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it, it's going to be tough. And if they start looking at the, at uh, shows and going, well, now it's 60 bucks. I'm, let's just say I'm going to be going to the bar those nights. Wait, you what? Huh? To watch to- the pay-per-view feed on the bar like they used used to do. Oh, I was just going to go on a pirate ship, but okay. Um, I've, so, hey, okay, fat man, how many drinks have I had in the last twelve months? How many times have I been in a bar in the last three years? I think my point's been valid. Eleven D. Sure. Um. Yeah. Anyway, other predictions you guys think was going to happen? I think it's either Comcast because relationships already there. 
or Vince takes it private because he's like, fuck this shit. <laughs> the Vince going private would be an interesting deal. I think that if they does end up doing it a private deal, then I guarantee you Saudi's going to be involved one way or another because they're the only real venture captains that would love to get them claws in it. Okay. I, I need I, I need disagree to, with I, that. I, I disagree to, they're the only ones that would want to get involved in it. I need to break in uh, with this article that I just read. Uh, and fuck Dave Meltzer to the ninth degree for this. Dave Meltzer reports that Briscoe was involved in a tragic car accident in Laurel, Maryland on Tuesday evening. So J- Dave Meltzer, again, fucks it up. Okay. Of course. And, and look, the Delaware State Police confirmed the news of a car accident. Fucking Dave Meltzer, you you. Illiterate fuck. Jesus. He doesn't fuck. know what the fuck he's talking about. What else is there? And he doesn't know. know anything about the sale either. And, that's the thing. No. and no, here's the thing about that. Sorry about you, that. No, 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 you no, 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 no. You're good. No, you're it's good. A, it's you're great. Good. It's you're good. Nobody knows about the sale. Right. Nobody. The, but he'll and, get on his show every day and go, yeah, and happen. And here's another thing, and I did just a as a journalist, I did a tiny bit <laughs> of research. I did a tiny bit of research. Is that Brandon one came on the show and said, "Oh, the highest bidder. Oh, that's his. He's the fiduciary responsibility. Vince does not have to sell to the highest bidder. He does not. He'll get he'll get a few lawsuits to stop the and they will the not and won't be hold the and won't hold the candle because <laughs> one." Just because they're the highest bidder doesn't mean it's actually the fiduciary responsibility because you can say you had $12 billion, but saying it and actually having it are two different things. And if that person has no background in the business you're buying and say Comcast, who's had a relationship with them for about going on 30 years now, comes in with a bid at, say, $10 million, the fiduciary responsibility was to, is to sell it to Comcast. Yeah, and that, and that's a that's a fair assessment of it all. I, I don't Ano- think another thing is, and I got two more points here. Okay. Vince, as the majority shareholder, does not need to sell it to anyone he does not want to sell to. So say he has to be somebody. Veto. So say somebody I don't know named Tony Khan was like, I'll give you 20 billion for it. Vince can go, no. Because he owes 80% of the fucking voting thing, which is why he's there. He is there because he literally staged a coup to get back in. Back in. And he had all the power to do so. Yeah. And that should tell um, you everything about how actually, I, I, I said I had two more after that, two more. I got one more. The guy who filed that class action lawsuit is filing Vince or suing Vince for not having, who for giving up his. Or not having fiduciary responsibility. The stock went up 30%. So you're suing Vince for making more money? Um, yeah. yeah, that sounds logical. Well, here's the thing is that it may shoot up because of the, the rumors. News of the sale. sale. But, but as of right now, yeah, it, it's up. It is still up. It's by, up. The, by the time that he filed his lawsuit, he's made, that shareholder has made more money. And his suit is saying, as it was worded as saying, 
something about not Vince not living up to his fiduciary responsibility. So that's wrong. So that's going to get thrown out. Um, my my so second. Okay, go ahead. Let me let me touch on that one really quick. Um, to be fair, when when you're saying fiduciary responsibility in that circumstance, he's claiming that not only is he not adhering to the the potential stock market moving up and down, he's also that stockholder has not made a single dime until he sells his stock. Right, that's true. So it may shoot up to $90, which right now it's at 89.66, just a, as a baseline to talk right. about. It is up since uh, the beginning of this year, it was at 68.52. So it's gone up significant amount. But $21. When, but the thing is that if they then, let's say they end up actually do selling to the Saudis and they have this whole you know, issue come about, it may tank the stock price further down. And in theory, you could lose money on actual. True. No, that's true. That's fair. But as of right, as of right now, a judge will go. Yeah, it's going to get thrown out. You can sell your stock right now and be, be make money. Another thing is. Uh, They won't say that, but yeah. Right. They'll get thrown out. But another thing is Vince holds all the cards. Vince (laughs) can sell to whoever you want. Like I said, and also. Most likely to the people who are serious about buying the company, they're going to sign non-disclosure agreements. Most likely. So who anyone who's in the running can't talk about the sale, probably this is going to be a pun then now or forever. So, (laughs) so you've been waiting way too long to do that. So, when you have the Dave Meltzer's of the world coming around and saying they're selling this person, they're selling this person, and they're meeting with this person, Dave is making shit up because they can't say why they're meeting, if they're meeting, when they're meeting, how they're meeting. Because so, Vince, funny, I guarantee you, is going to have a very strict NDA. So, funny story about NDAs. So, I'm not sure. I think you all may know this. I was on American Idol in 2010. I did not know this. I need to find this. <laughs> I'm I'm lo- now looking for this. Chip Willett American Idol YouTube. I signed a non-disclosure agreement. It's not going to be available. <laughs> I were they dicks? I didn't I didn't make it to I, I got cut by Nigel, the executive producer, right before the judges. Um, but I had to sign an NDA with Fox. And um, don't talk my- about it. <laughs> of all the things I've said to get us canceled, Chip's about to get us canceled because of an NDA. <laughs> yep, they're <laughs> getting sued. Yeah. Um, no, uh, my first ex-wife sat there and blabbed it all over the internet and everything that I made it. Oh in the- God! I said you need to take that shit down right now. She's like, you're just being arrogant. I'm like, no, I literally had to sign away to Fox that I wouldn't say anything about it until the show came out. Mm-hmm. And she redacted, of course. But yeah, yeah, I was just like, I was like, so I, yeah, I know all of, yeah. So nope, I, yeah, it's un- until I about. see something from a actual source, Wall Street Journal, Wall Street Journal, CNN, NBC, even ESPN, fucking, 
even fucking Fox, um, that says the company the company was sold to something. Everybody else is making shit up. Uh, I will say this: the only thing that I'm not even going to say that take it with a grain of salt. But people talk, people see who walks into a building, people see who walk out of the building. Security guards are known for being blabbers. Um, hey, but- I was there one time. You're right. Not me, but the people I worked with were. Especially when we had like Method Man, Command, or Neo. Yeah. Here, here, here's another one. The old Bruce uh, Pritchard adage. Telephone. Tell a friend. Tell a wrestler. Tell a wrestler. Yeah. Um, everyone's going to talk. Just because somebody walks into a meeting does not necessarily mean it's about a sale. It does not necessarily mean it's about <clears throat> anything other than corporate business. Nick Khan went to the college football national championship game, which was aired on ESPN. So Meltzer said, oh, Nick Khan's meeting with ESPN. Yeah. Nick Khan came from a football background. Shocker. This is not a surprise. Like this is a surprise. I don't. Like I said, Ryan left. Oh, shit. Wasn't he supposed to do a bit? No. He never does a bit. He always leaves their news and rumors. Oh, yeah, his news and rumors. Yeah, he was supposed <laughs> to do a bit. He just wanted to get high. It's 11 o'clock in Newfoundland. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we want um, because of the Jay Briscoe thing. Um, But what was I going to say? But again, until a actual source comes out and says WWE is sold, which or goes private, my money is that if it goes private, it can happen quicker, quickly. If it goes and is a sell, I'm not expecting that sale to be closed until next year. That's, at least. that's fair. So, so um, as far as Vince coming back to take control of the company and the creative, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, also, there's, there's so many articles out about that. Rick. Stephanie McMahon quitting. Um, yeah, we didn't talk about that. Well, we talked, we mentioned it last week, and now that little bit more news is out. We also got to remember she quit before to spend time with her family. Yeah. She then only came back to get the CEO position. She came back because she was protecting her father's interest. Her father's back. And don't now I need, need to be there now. Don't need to be there anymore. And everyone's making this thing about, oh, Stephanie McMahon and her dad are, are in turmoil and blah, blah, blah. And never once in the history of wrestling has there been articles about Stephanie and Vince being a terminal. Vince and Shane, yes. Vince and Stephanie, no. So I don't believe a word of that either. Mm-hmm. So, again, this is all speculation until news actually comes out on an actual news source and not some bullshit. Fuck Dave Meltzer being a fucking douche. And to me personally, it's probably going to be the last time we talk about this until there's an actual sale because there's really nothing else to report until there's an actual sale. Mm-hmm. Everything else is speculation. Everything else is, well, Meltzer said this, or somebody told Meltzer this or blah, blah, blah. So John Ross Sapp has gotten in and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, <coughs> so I didn't mind being an asshole last week when I was, I'm like, these sources on Reddit, you're like, well, this person, I'm like, again, I should have clarified myself and said, 
actual like news sources, not like financial news, news financial news sources. And that's not- fair. And that and that's an absolute fair assessment of that. I'm I'm only reporting what I saw. What Brandon reported to us. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it was but yeah. Um any speculation while we have it the topic up on you guys? I have a couple of thoughts. Uh, Chip, go ahead though. Um yeah, uh, the I mean it's basically what I've been reading. Um talking about if Vince gets control of creative. He's going to refire everyone that Triple H rehired. Um, just like I said, it's all speculation. The one that really gets me is the um, one about the Jack of the Prices back up for pay per view. Because now it's been so. Why, long. Would, why would Vince do that? It was his idea. Why would he? Why would he do that? Uh, that that makes just an ounce of thought into it is just like, but, like it's his said, idea. But if, he, but if he sells it to somebody, they can do that. If he, that's something to speculate when they get sold. Yeah. As of right now, it's still nine ninety nine a peacock, whatever the conversion rate is in the other parts of the world. So I don't, I don't know. I don't see that happening. Honestly. I don't see it happening either. Even if they um, do get sold. Again, my speculation is Comcast. They already have the network on their streaming service. They already have Raw on, on um, USA, which they really like. They were in the bidding for SmackDown also to get moved to NBC. Oh, another Dave Meltzer fucking thing about <laughs> how, oh, um, Fox is losing like $200 million a year because they're paying WWE $235 million for SmackDown. You know that SmackDown is not the only thing that airs on Fox, right? And you also know that Maybe that deal, maybe they did overpay, but they're not losing money because they also probably have ad revenue through them and other source oh, yeah. of other source of income through WWE. So WWE is getting commercials played during college football and the NFL. So uh, what does Fox have Sunday, Saturday night? Football or they have Sunday college football. Sorry, Saturday afternoon college football, and they have Sunday. They have every they have oh, they yeah. have it on, Sunday. and they are they literally talk about the wrestling every game. And by the way, the Super Bowl is on Fox this year. So there you go. So and also, do you think? And Jeff Bezos paid a billion dollars for fifteen NFL games. You think he made that money back this year? Nope. Nope. But it was a lost leader. It was a 100. Thank you. A lost leader because it gets people to come to prime who don't necessarily have prime. Yeah. Which is exactly what WWE did. And I love how Meltzer worded it. Well, SmackDown normally draws the highest ratings on, on Fox on Friday, but they're losing money. So they may not resign. So Fox is out of the running. It's like, if they're the biggest draw, they get more ad revenue and ad revenue means more money. And do you not understand television? No, 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 he doesn't. He doesn't understand anything. He's speculating on a speculation that he's speculating. That's yes. the thing about it is that he, he's making a speculation. And then oh, by the way, separate this is apparently that. this is from somebody. One person's opinion that was based on, on like, 
Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, one of those things. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even financially sound. It was a guy's article, which was a speculation on what he thinks the deal is and what he thinks WWE's money is worth per year. Yeah. And he had zero evidence to back it up. He just says, well, WWE is getting this from Fox, but really it's worth this. So they owe Fox overpaid. Where, how do you know what it's worth? He's based on so Mouser sees that and puts it in his own narrative because let's face it, he sucks Tony Khan's dick. So, and he hates Vince McMahon and WWE. So, he hates the fact that Vince made Vince and by extension Bruce Pritchard made him look like a fucking idiot because he is an idiot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but everybody and their brother, the main one being Bruce, basically told them that they fed him bullshit and they made him look like an idiot. And now he's now he he doesn't grudge because of it, because he's too lazy to check other sources. Well, it's not even that he was using. He would he was getting what he thought was. No, I don't they, they made they made up shit to yeah. Dave yeah. instead of Dave going. Oh, maybe I should check that out. He just ran with it. He couldn't That's- check it out because it was it, one person had said something. You know, it's yeah. I, I That's I what I'm saying. saying. One person said something. Okay, can you confirm what this person told me? No, he just ran with it. No, because he was the only guy in the game. Um, Chip, did you have any other speculation before I no. say what I think? That's no, good. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm just I'm just gonna say it really quickly. If WWE doesn't sell, sign uh, a sell to a media conglomerate of some sort or Amazon, they'd be fools. Yep. So it, it's going to be either Comcast or NBC Universal or whatever they're called now. Um, Fox, Disney, um, unlikely, but a possible fourth one would be uh, the Paramount um, conglomerate, Viacom, whatever they're called. Paramount, and, Netflix. Uh, I don't think Netflix. I don't think so either, but they want to get into the live TV game. What a better fucking thing to have than them. Yep. Um, So I won't rule them out, but I don't think they're a possibility with Paramount. That means you could theoretically have raw on CBS. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they will, but I think SmackDown will go to CBS on a Friday night. Because CBS normally has strong programming on Mondays. Yeah. Probably they'll yeah, probably yeah. go to like Paramount Network or Paramount, you know, whatever cable TV. Right. Yeah. I think but, if I think they're gonna if they should if they're going to sell, they're gonna sell to somebody yep, with yep. service. Yep. Um and I, I think I think the 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 big one is the obvious one is Comcast. The the secondary person would probably be Amazon of yep. all of them. I agree with that too. Um, because I think Bezos has enough money to throw at them. Uh, oh, he can pull out his pocket. Go here, you go. Here you go. Yeah. This you. is. I won't. I won't even. This won't even make a dent in me. Here you go. This yeah. is pocket change for me. I mean, how much money they they spend on the Rings of Power thing? Once again, another loss leader. Yeah. Well, also at the about? same time, the show sucked. So I mean, terrible. I never. I never got through it. It sucked. Um, um, anything else we want to talk about before we call it? We, um, yeah, this is called a night. Yeah, it's called the night. 
Um, sorry guys for going so long. <laughs> um, Chip, put yourself over. You can find me and uh, the fat man on the rest, best darn wrestling. Duh. Wow. I'm all, I'm all messed up in the head. The best darn sports show period two on Wednesday nights at nine o'clock on Twitch. And I have oh, a lot going to the sin bin on. Uh, <laughs> you so- do. <laughs> Ah, you do and the sim bins are going to be uh, overrunning boy uh compass overflow uh you can find me on twitter at tws underscore mark with four a's fuck ryan yep uh at ryan Buckgotch on tiktok he's also on reddit at r slash the wrestling show apparently he's back on twitter Fuck. Yeah, I told you he was back on Twitter. I know, but the bit was that he didn't want anybody to know. So I intentionally. Well, I told you like last week, the week before, the week before, the week before. I knew he was on Twitter. Never mind. Go ahead. My head hurts. He literally told me he didn't want it public. Well, it's public. Oh, fucking now it is. He's fucking idiot. Anywho, he's on Twitter at Ryan Buck Gotch too. Um. God damn it. I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS Fat Man. And we're Sleazy Fat Man on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Please go on over there and give us a like. Videos you can find on twitch.tv slash Fatman, YouTube.com slash Fatman, premium videos on OnlyFans.com slash The Wrestling Show, including apparently our new uh, it, uh, review of China's porn. Um, that bit was nearly two hours ago, but I'll make it work anyway. Um, you can find all sorts of content at TheWrestlingShow.com. I know we've been kind of uh, pushing it off mainly because fat man's I got some fuck. news in a couple I got some news in a couple of weeks guys so yeah um so that's going to be a whole thing um but there is mer- other articles we got merch there we got a ton of other cool stuff we'll we'll get through it uh you can get this podcast every Saturday morning wherever you get your podcast including Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts podcast being don't hesitate to rate us on your favorite platform and don't forget to download us you can set in Spotify and Apple and in Google um, yeah, you got to load down us. Damn it, D'Lo. God damn it, D'Lo. Uh, no. Um, if you set it to automatically download, it just shows up on your device ready to go at 8 a.m. Saturday morning, ready for you guys to listen. Uh, but it really helps us out when you do that. Uh, so with thanks to Chip. Yep. Uh, a fuck you to Ryan. And as always, first Sleazy. For the fat man. This is the wrestling show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer because mm. fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Tony Khan. A hot dog's not a sandwich. A sub is not a sandwich. And again, man, Jay Briscoe. Uh, R.I.P. I'm a truth that you seem to run from. I'm an army of one. I'm a clip in your gun